Welcome to the Choose You Netcast. This is Jim Langlois with the word from Joshua 2415. Choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's my prayer that this netcast will encourage and cheer you on as we join forces to draw the line in the sand, defending our faith and our households in the resurrection power of Jesus. Join me each weekday as we dig deeply into God's amazing word and bring up the rich treasures of his blessings. Are you ready? Choose you this day. Whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. I said, choose you this day, whom you will serve. But as for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. Good morning, NetWorld, and thank you for tuning in. Are you ready to get into the Word? Well, open your Bibles to Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 1. Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 1. Today's Word will be established. As a matter of fact, we're starting a new series. I'm going to call this Back to the Basics, and today's Word is established. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 1. I hope you're there. It says, Therefore, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ... Let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of, and he gives us a list of six things, repentance from dead works and of faith toward God, of the doctrines of baptisms, of the laying on of hands, of resurrection from the dead, of eternal judgment, and this we will do if God permits. I like this scripture because he's telling us that he wants us to grow. He wants us to go beyond the elementary principles of Christ and go on to perfection. He wants us to go into the deep things of God and to grow in Christ. But then the nice thing is he tells us what the elementary principles of Christ are. You could look at it this way. It's sort of like the elementary school as opposed to high school or college, and he wants us to grow on. And so not laying again the foundation of, and the first thing he mentioned is repentance from dead works. Second, faith toward God. Third, the doctrine of baptisms. Fourth, the laying on of hands. Fifth, the resurrection of the dead. And sixth, of eternal judgment. And this, he says, we will do if God permits. Permit us to do what? Permit us to go beyond the elementary and into the deep things. But in order for that to take place, we really need to understand these six elementary principles. We could call them foundational principles of the Word of God. Some people refer to this teaching as a foundation series. I call it Back to the Basics. And here's a question I have for you. Can you explain all six of these points to anyone in a moment's time? In other words, can you explain to me what repentance from dead works means? Or faith toward God? Or the doctrine of baptisms? Or the laying on of hands? The resurrection of the dead? And eternal judgment? Because if you or I can't explain those fully, then maybe we need to go back and learn these elementary principles so we can understand them ourselves, so we can help others to lay a good foundation or having these foundational principles in their lives. As a matter of fact, Hebrews 6.1 in the message version says it this way. I love it. He says, so come on, let's leave the preschool finger-painting exercises on Christ and get on with the grand work of art. Grow up in Christ, he says. The basic foundational truths are in place. 
turning your back on salvation by self-help and turning in trust toward God. Well, I'll tell you what, I want to grow. I want to get past the preschool finger painting exercises. I want to get into the grand work of art. I want to grow up in Christ, and I want to go... I want to get out of salvation by self-help and really turn to understanding what faith in God is and move forward in the the deep things of him. As a matter of fact, Hebrews 6.3 in the Amplified puts it this way. He says, "If, if indeed God permits, we will now proceed to advanced teaching. Well, I would like to get into the advanced teaching, but I think we should all establish ourselves are we established, there's that word for today, in the elementary principles or the foundational principles of Christ? We need to know that. Can you picture something with me? I call it the six parts to our foundation. And as a matter of fact, there really are seven. So if you can picture looking at the foundation of a home and uh, in the right corner of that uh, concrete foundation is going to be a cornerstone. And uh, we're going to lay that cornerstone there because it's a cornerstone I'm going to add to the foundation. Why did I add it? Well, because 1 Peter 2.6 says this, Therefore, it is also contained in the scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he who believes on him will by no means put to shame. That was a word that Peter was quoting out of Psalm 118, verse 22. It's a prophetic word saying that there's going to become uh, uh, or God's going to lay in Zion a chief cornerstone. And we know who that cornerstone is. It's Jesus Christ. As a matter of fact, in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 19, it tells us this. Now, therefore, you are no longer strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. Having been built on the foundation, there you go, the foundation of the apostles and prophets, and here's the big one, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. And he continues in verse 21, in whom the whole building being fitted together grows into a holy temple in the Lord. And then he talks about us, in whom you also are being built together for a dwelling place of God in the spirit. So picture this foundation now of seven stones, a foundation of a building, a foundation of a home, however you want to look at it. And let's put on the right corner of that foundation a cornerstone. And we're going to label that cornerstone in that right forward corner here. We're going to label it Jesus Christ. And then going left to the left of that stone along the front of this foundation is another stone. It's called repentance from dead works. And then as we turn right and go up the left wall, or the foundation uh, wall there, we're going to look at the, that's, there's two stones on that wall. One is called faith toward God, and the second one is the doctrine of baptisms. And then we're going to turn right and come across the back wall of this foundation, and there are ter- two stones along that wall also, and they are called the laying on of hands and the resurrection of the dead. And then we're going to turn right again and come back down the right wall towards the cornerstone, which is Jesus Christ. And there's an, uh, a stone there called the resurrection of the dead. No, excuse me. I said that wrong. It's eternal judgment. So let me go back over this again to fix it. In the corner, Jesus Christ. To the left of that, repentance from dead works. Up the left side, 
faith toward God, and the doctrine of baptisms. Along the back wall, the laying on of hands, and the resurrection of the dead, and then coming back down the right side would be eternal judgment, and we find ourselves back to Jesus Christ, the cornerstone. I hope you can see that picture. It's quite a foundation, and I say that there are seven stones, even though Hebrews mentions six. I want to add that cornerstone, and I believe that you understand why. You see, the first stone is the cornerstone of this great foundation. Why do we need a strong foundation in the Word? Well, there are storms in life. There are winds, and there are earthquakes. And if we have our foundation, our spiritual foundation, firm with all seven of these stones, I believe that we as Christians will be strong and we won't be blown down by the trials and the tribulations of, of life. So what is a cornerstone? Well, Wikipedia has a definition that I like, and it defines a cornerstone as a foundation stone. Its concept is derived from the first stone set in the construction of a masonry foundation. It's very important since all the other stones will be and are set in reference to the cornerstone, and thus it determines the position of the entire structure. You see, this cornerstone of a building is very important because it gives the 90-degree angle, it gives the level of all of them, and how the, be- the building is to begin. Because if we don't begin with that cornerstone, as we come around to the left wall and up to the back wall and back down to the front wall on the right side, it's not going to meet the cornerstone exactly right. The cornerstone is the most important stone of any foundation of any building. Now, what's amazing is that in Job chapter 38, we find that there is a cornerstone that the whole universe is set to. You ready to hear this? Our whole entire universe is set to a cornerstone. This is what it says in Job 38, verse 1 through 11. Then the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind and said, Who is this who darkens counsel by words without knowledge? Verse 3, Now prepare yourself like a man. I will question you, and you shall answer me. He says, verse 4, Where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Tell me if you have any understanding. Verse 5, Who determined its measurements? Surely you know. Who stretched the line upon it? Verse 6, To what were its foundations fastened? Or who laid its cornerstone? Verse 7, When the morning stars sang together and all the sons of God shouted for joy, or who shut the sea with doors when it burst forth and issued from the womb? And when I made the clouds its garment and thick darkness its swaddling band, when I fixed my limit for it and set bars and doors, when I said, This far you may come, but no farther, and here your proud waves must stop. Wow, did you know... There's a foundation that the whole entire universe is set on. There's a cornerstone that the whole entire universe is set on. Do you have any idea who that could possibly be? Listen to this. The earth is traveling around the sun at 67,000 miles per hour in one direction. And the earth is rotating, spinning at over 1,000 miles per hour. We're going in one direction at 67,000 miles per hour while we're rotating at over 1,000 miles per hour. But if you sat in a chair in your backyard and you just, just as quiet as you could and as still as you could, do you think you could feel any vibration in the earth traveling? 
Think about it, 67,000 miles in one direction, 1,000 miles in spinning. Why is it so firm? Why is it so still? Let me tell you why. Because the whole universe is set on a foundation stone. It's the foundation and cornerstone of Jesus Christ himself. It is fabulous. You see, John 1, 1 through 3 says, In the beginning before all time was the Word, Christ, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was present originally with God, and all things were made and came into existence through him, and without him was not even one thing made that has come into being. Wow, even though life has its tests and trials, and uh, uh, the scripture tells us to count it all joy. Why? Because if our life is founded on the foundation of Jesus Christ being our cornerstone, we're going to make it. Hey, listen, our time is completely up today. I can't wait to join you tomorrow. Please tune in again at this same time. It's great to be with you. I'm excited about this broadcast. Let's go from the elementary principles to the deep things of God. Are you ready? So tune in to my next broadcast very soon tomorrow, and we will go from here and move towards the deep things of God. Be blessed. You have been listening to the Choose You Netcast with Jim Langlois. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langlois Ministries on the Master's House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the media tab, you can listen to many more messages, subscribe to my daily devotional emails, and follow the link to my blog site. If you'd like to write me or become a financial partner with this ministry, my address is The Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. That's The Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. Online donations can also be made at tmhnow.org, and my email address is pastorjim at tmhnow.org. This is Jim Langlois saying be blessed, you and your whole household. Until next time. Choose you this day, but that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house.